Oh, baby. Welcome back to Talking Sports. Better than most. And now we're down to just four teams left in the chase for the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, we should have known after last year that the playoffs probably wouldn't be as exciting as they were. I mean, last year we talked about how every game was down to the wire and they were all decided in the final play, final kick, final points. And Saturday and Sunday kind of never really seemed to have many um, like breathtaking moments. So I got a hunch yeah, though. For the most part, other than I got other than the 49ers and the Cowboys game. Yeah, but they were I all... never really felt, I mean, kind of in the middle of the third quarter, I just felt like San Francisco's winning that thing. Like, well, you just, it's hard to believe that Dak's going to lead a drive down the field right now. Cause you're, he's, he's throwing more passes. It seems like to the opposing team or at least passes that might've been able to be picked. So, yeah, I guess let's start there. Let's go in reverse. Let's change it up a little bit. Let's go with the game fresh in our mind. The Cowboys play the 49ers, and I think we got a lot to talk about there because we could start off with the fact that... Um, 12 day wins for the 49ers. Yeah. Um, we could start off with the fact that the Cowboys' defense, which is so vaunted, only gave up 19 points, supposedly. But with that being said, um, they couldn't beat Brock Purdy. Nope. And um, I don't know what that says about the future of the Cowboys. Like, Dak Prescott should be better than Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And to me, Dak Prescott has more, um, he's got talent. I mean, with Schultz and Gallup and CeeDee Lamb, um, I feel like they got the playmakers. They got the defense, you know. Everyone talks about how great the defensive coordinator is and, um you know, everybody wants him for the job, and yet they had two great running backs. And, okay, I get what his name got injured, but that was later on in the game. Um, two great running backs, and the Cowboys just look bad. But Dak Prescott's just got to be – he's got to not – he just turns it all over way too much. He led the NFL in turnovers this year, and he only played 12 games. That's yeah. not something you should be doing when you don't play a full season. And then, I mean, I think the, a big turning point in the game was – not that a field goal or a turnover is like the end of the world when it's still the second quarter, but they're driving right before halftime and they're in the red zone and then they turn it over when you think they might have a chance to take the lead before half, maybe even get a touchdown, and then the 49ers come back and kick a field goal before the end of the half. You know, you, you think you're going into halftime with at least a three-point lead and you go into halftime losing by three points. Yeah. So, um, I, I think a lot of questionable throws if you that. remember last week on the podcast – we did say everybody calm down a little bit. Remember how excited ESPN and everybody was when the Cowboys beat the crap out of the Buccaneers? I remember sitting in this exact same spot saying, like, let's just calm down a minute here, right? Like, they beat the crap out of a team that was under 500. Mm-hmm. So, I get it, but the question is, what? like, to me, the question is, what, what do the Cowboys need to get better? Like, what... I honestly can't think of of a position, really, besides, I, I mean, what are you going to do? Give them another wide receiver, I guess. I mm-hmm. mean, like, they got the best defender, basically, in the NFL. Like, I don't, what, what do the Cowboys need? I mean, what like, what is it to get them over the hump? We joke about it every year. If I was a Cowboys fan, I guess I would be kind of depressed. But I seriously thought about that late in bed last night. Like, what do the Cowboys need? And I don't know. I mean, can you think of what the Cowboys need? Like, what what are they looking for? 
I don't know. Maybe it's a change of scenery up top. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Jones, I mean, is he ever going to just let... I get he wants to be hands-on, but why not just sit back and enjoy it as the owner, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, if he wanted to be a head coach, and he should have been a head coach, I, I just don't get it. Uh, they obviously got to live and die now with Dak. They gave him the big money. Mm-hmm. They got to live and die with them. I I guess Zeke, maybe. I mean, do you get rid of Zeke, I guess? I don't know. Uh I don't know. Like, I wide receiver-wise, I mean, to me, C.D. Lamb's the number one wide receiver across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, if you don't even have a quarterback that can throw him the football, then what's the difference of bringing in another explosive wide receiver? Um, do you bring in another defender with, with Parsons and, and just let them dominate like that? I mean... Well, I mean, their defense was an issue yesterday. Their defense only gave up 312 yards. I mean, you give up 312 yards, you, you expect to at least be able to win that game. I just want to know, when will the Cowboys ever be playing Brock Purdy for a chance to go to the NFC Championship game again? Yeah. Never. I mean, seriously. So, a team that I don't see growing, a team that I don't see kind of moving forward, a team that definitely did not get better. In fact, I think they regressed as the year went on. I mean... Is Mike McCarthy still the man? I mean, you know, is Sean Payton worth that much that he can get you over the hump maybe? Because, I mean, I don't think the opportunity... The NFC was as weak as we've ever seen it, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Granted, the Eagles. We'll talk about them in a minute, but... I I don't think they'll ever have an opportunity like this with such weak teams to have a chance to get to the Super Bowl, NFC game, championship game at least. I mean... I don't. I guess my question is, where do the Cowboys go from here? Bottom line is, we don't got to talk about them right now until we find out they're making a coaching change or something. But I mean, it just—it was a golden opportunity. There was a part of me. I mean, besides the fact that I bet it on them, I—I kind of wanted them to see see them play the Eagles. I feel like the NFL gets a little more exciting when the Cowboys are doing good because we all like to see them fall. And um, it would have been great to see them fall, obviously, to the Eagles, probably in the championship game, but. Um, that that might not be the answer. I don't know. I mean, you can't you can't get away from them. You just gotta, I guess, again, figure out what holes what would make the team better and go from there. But, anyways, I guess we should spend the time talking about the 49ers because Purdy, third string quarterback, does it again. There was a part in that second quarter where I was like, we're finally gonna see that Purdy isn't gonna be enough and. Um, the 49ers defense, though, is amazing. Um, and offensively, yesterday, they just did enough. I mean, they just did enough. That's all I can say. They they, they did not look great offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the end, I, I never felt like in that final quarter, Dallas was going to come back and tie the game. Just never. Yeah. I mean, I just, every time I looked, I just felt like San Francisco was the better team. Well, I think they just... That defensive line can create so much pressure. I think it just scares Dak. I mean, ever since he broke his ankle, he's just never really been the same. I mean, not he's not really running the ball, obviously. And I mean, he just looked almost like he had happy feet yesterday at times, where he was trying to get out of the pocket really quickly. And even if they had double, had a guys doubled, um, and they still, if he stepped out of the pocket, he was tackled. I mean, that last, um, last not the last drive, but the drive before, I think it was on third down and ten, they had. 
the running back and I think it was a tight end or a, a lineman blocking, and they still, once he stepped up in the pocket, still got through both of them and really without any issues. So um, I think that's a, a thing that he's got to get a little bit more comfortable under pressure. Because, I mean, their offensive line obviously is good, but they did not look good running the ball yesterday. They looked pretty pretty bad running the ball yesterday. They couldn't move anyone uh, against that, the 49ers D-line. So, um, But that also happens when you don't feel like they can beat you over the top. I mean, when they don't feel like you can beat you over the top, you're not as worried about getting beat on a, on a run. I mean, you're not worried about getting beat over the top. You can you can bring refocus your attention to the line. And obviously that D-line doesn't need much help. So when they do that, they just do dirty things. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was kind of a boring game. I mean, <laughs> it was kind of a boring game. I look at both these teams and said, there's no way they're going to be one of the final four teams in the NFL playoffs. But guess what? San Francisco is. Second game, or the first game yesterday, the game that I don't know about you, but I couldn't wait for. The oh, yeah, I couldn't wait to watch them. We debated about on here about the Bengals and the Bills. And I'll let you and let your what do you what give your impressions first this time. Well, I mean, I think the the Bengals obviously didn't look amazing against the Ravens, but um, they turned things around against the Bills. I mean, from the basically from the kickoff, they were the better team. Um, I think it was impressive what they did. I mean, they were the the underdog going to to the Bills, but I think the Bills. I don't know if it's more of the Bengals to talk about or more of the Bills' lack of success. In the second half of the season, they kind of struggled their way to the playoffs. Um, I mean, you and I said it last week that we both had the Bengals winning this. Um, and I mean, I'm well, happy I made a bet on it. So We said the Bengals' toughest opponent was going to be the Ravens, and we were right about that again. And here's the thing. So the, the Bills have great a chance for excuses, right? Mm-hmm. They The travel schedule, the blizzards, the shootings – Damar Hamlin, all that stuff they got. But I sat down and I was talking yesterday to my dad as I watched the game, and I said, okay, so you got Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs. You got Diggs. Beasley's retired how many times now? Like four or five times already? I mean, I guess Dawson Knox is a tight end, but certainly not a top 15 tight end, I wouldn't say. Their running back situation is is not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's actually amazing when you think about how good we think they were going to be offensively. And I mean, the the Bengals' defensive line were all over them yesterday. Mm-hmm. And without Josh Allen making some great escapes, I mean, it would have been just absolute thrashing. So to me, we just talked about like what do the Cowboys need, and I can't tell you. And if you ask me what the Buffalo Bills need, they need offense, folks. Yeah, they need they need probably some work on the offensive line and then a running back. Yeah, I mean Stephon Diggs is only going to get you so far. I mean, having one player on your team, like I the, mean, Gabe Davis is not bad, but then you you really only got one well, guy. My question is, look at the Lions' wide receivers. I mean, you yeah, take them Lions, any day. Over. They may not have that guy in Stephon Diggs, but they've got a compliment. Yeah. Elementary of and the three guys, three four guys. And Jared Goff may not be Josh Allen, but Josh Allen ain't going to win it all by himself either. Yeah, I mean, he so, was their leading rusher. That's yeah, that good, was crazy. So. I mean, so the Bills, I think, got some issues. Now, let's be honest. Defensively, 
They went out in the offseason. They picked themselves up a big-time defender, and he Not got Miller. injured. Yeah. And once Miller got injured... And then what was it, Pryor, whatever his name yeah. is, uh, the safety, I think I mean, they had a lot of injuries, but I think Vaughn, losing Vaughn Miller kind of changed that whole de- defense mm-hmm. completely. And um, so that I do agree with. But that doesn't explain the struggles offensively no, is. I mean, I mean, think about the last few weeks. They've just, because, I mean, against the Dolphins, I mean, there really was no excuse for the Bills to even be in a close game at all at that point. Um, so, I mean, the Bengals just stomped on them real quick and just after about 10 minutes of gameplay in the first quarter, you kind of didn't really think this game was going to yeah, be a good game. I after mean, that. seriously, this, this game looked like an absolute I, it looked no competition from day one. Like, uh, the minute they went down. But, again, think about it. They did the same thing in the game on Monday night, right? Like, that got canceled. They went right down the field. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Okay, the Bills went down and scored three points. And the, the Bengals were driving again mm-hmm. before DeMar Hamlin got injured. So, to me, it shouldn't be a surprise. The game plan offensively for Cincinnati was unbelievable. I mean... Joe Burrow was throwing that ball so quick. Um, it didn't matter what their offensive line looked like. Um, uh, the game plan was executed. They got playmakers everywhere. Yeah. If the Bengals can figure out how to keep that offense and build that offensive well, we line. We got T. Higgins, um, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, uh, Hayden Hurst. I mean, you got, and then you got Joe Mixon. And so, got, but who else is playing for Joe Mixon? Um, he catches some nice passes too. Oh, um, P. Ryan. Yeah. yeah, I mean they got offensive playmakers. They just have so many more options. I feel like than the bang the, the Bills do. I mean the Bills obviously Allen and Diggs. You know you could say that can compete with any co- connection in the NFL, but they don't have that depth beyond that really. And then it's just I think it's almost too much pressure on Josh Allen. Where yeah, I mean I know he's a stud athlete and obviously he's a tremendous NFL player, but. I think it sometimes it's almost too much pressure on him. You're putting almost too much on him. Where Joe Burrow is, it just he kind of lets the game come to him because he has that ability. Yeah, he has that. He has afforded the opportunity with what the Bengals have done with that organization. Where the Bills, they just haven't. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, again, I think you and I both though for the last again, I hate, I don't try to brag on us, but for the last month and a half, we were, we were talking the Bengals up constantly. I mean, yeah, I mean, we said it. I believe. I mean, I remember saying it for a fact. When they started off 0-2 and, and then they kind of got going, like, you knew it was eventually going to start to click. Yeah. Um, I mean, Joe had the epidectomy, right? Yeah, I mean, was it was just going to take a little bit of time, right? but you know that they're absolutely one of the best teams in football, one of the top three, four teams in football. And I assume if they can keep this team the way it is, I mean, they're going to kind of do this for a couple more years at least, guaranteed. Joe Burrow's getting some so. money, folks, in the next one. Um, so Saturday night was kind of a disappointment. Saturday's games were... I thought pretty boring. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I definitely thought the Giants would put up a good fight. And yeah, the they Giants. were bent over, and they were, let me just say, uh, fisted. Oh lord, that sounds like it hurts. Um, I didn't see it coming. That's what they all say, though. I guess, right? Wow, it was bad, folks. I mean, I kept thinking, okay, this is gonna be the moment. This is gonna be the moment. Um, but the Eagles dominated. Um, Daniel. I mean, it looks like they played last week, like. They didn't look. They, I mean, it, they really have not had Jalen Hurts start truly in a game that was meaningful in what a month and a half, and they yeah. and they looked like they had been playing every single day in that month and, and a half. And they're still talking. So, Jalen Hurts is still injured. I mean, I don't know if that's the truth or not, but um, I definitely felt in the end um, 
the Eagles just looked so superior to the yeah. Giants. It wasn't even funny. The Giants' defense looked just outmatched offensively. They really didn't have an answer for anything. Um, so the Giants, it was a good. It was a good start for the Giants. I mean, first year under Dayball, or whatever his name is. He's got you know that maybe he's important. Remember, he left from Buffalo to go to New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that had a role in it, too, Was he the, well. uh, he was the offensive, offensive coordinator? coordinator. Yeah. yeah, maybe that had a, you know, something to play with it is why the Buffalo Bills maybe struggled a little bit. Um, maybe Ken Dorsey. I, I mean, I never thought Ken Dorsey was that great of a college quarterback. He just was surrounded by great athletes in Miami. Maybe he's just not the great offensive coordinator, they think, in Buffalo. But regardless, good year for the Giants. We'll see if it continues to build. But... The story, obviously, were the Eagles. They looked healthy, um, even if Jalen Hurts is still maybe a little questionable in some areas. To me, um, fly, Eagle, fly. I mean, they, they looked like they could do whatever they wanted to do. So, yeah. I mean, I, we won't beat around the bush anymore at that game. And then the Chiefs and the Jaguars, probably the most important game in terms of what happened and the fact that Patrick Mahomes has this high ankle sprain, look worse maybe than it was, I guess. I don't know. I can only imagine the amount of pain he was in yesterday. Or, yeah, yesterday because they played Saturday and today probably. A couple of days after probably the injury. Stiff. Yeah. Um, so, first thing, I guess, the Jaguars, what a great year for them. They rebuilt. Doug Peterson came in, rebuilt the program. Um, the future seems bright. They need some more offensive talent. And the Jaguars, I think, will be okay. I yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them in the same situation next yeah, year. I mean, in, especially in that division so. they're in. I mean, with what the Colts and the Titans. I mean, how can they not be? How can they not be the favorite going forward? Right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it just this is the way it's going to be. So, congratulations to the Jaguars. But the Chiefs, then, on the other hand, yeah, and Houston. So, yeah, that's a packed division right there. Yeah, <laughs> um, with the current situation with all, all those teams. So again, I never felt like the Chiefs were were going to lose that game. They felt even though it was weird. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes comes in. Um, a backup quarterback comes in and leads him to, what, a 98, 92-yard drive, right? Chad Henney does. People are like, I didn't even know Chad Henney was still in the league. Um, leads them 92 yards. I, I mean, Travis Kelsey, much to my chagrin, especially on my fantasy team in the last six weeks, all of a sudden became the great fantasy player he was again. Um and now the question is, can the Chiefs win with uh, 50% Patrick Mahomes? Because there's no way he's going to be 100% come Sunday. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't so. care how much they shoot him up. Shooting him up may take away the pain, but it's not going to give him the God's gift ability to yeah. run around like he likes to do. Um, so obviously they're going to have to run the ball a little bit. I mean, they got a check. What's a check Rematch of last year. So Yeah, well, think about that. Three of the four teams from last year are back. Mm-hmm. I saw the tweet about how we make fun of the college football Final Four yeah. because it's the same teams every year. And now two years in a row, here we go again. So um, that's I'm not sure that's going to change. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I think the Bengals and the Chiefs, assuming Burrow and Mahomes are at least healthy, probably going to be in the same situation next year. So yeah, there's a good chance of it at least. I don't see any reason why. Um, but I guess that takes us then to the Final Four and the previews, what we think, and who we think is going to go to the Super Bowl. So let's start in the NFC because that seems to be – I just think it's kind of funny. To me, like the AFC has all the glamour, 
mm-hmm. right? Like all the stars, everything. And then you got the NFC, which is just blah. You know, Philadelphia is a two and a half point favorite. The over under is 45 and a half. Um, so I guess it boils down to this. If the Eagles team to me that we saw on Saturday night plays like they did, I think they're going to beat the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I think the Eagles have a good enough defense as well. Uh, I think they have a good enough defense, and I think they also have an offense that the 49ers, I mean, the 49ers, I'm not saying they got lucky, but I mean, they only had 312 yards of offense. They didn't do anything too crazy. Where the Eagles, I think, have an offense that would put the 49ers behind quickly, and I don't think the 49ers want to be losing in any game because they don't have that type of offense that just can take them dig them out of a hole real quick yeah it's just gonna it's gonna challenge um it's gonna challenge period i mean i don't i don't know what else to say it's gonna finally challenge them to a point um and it'll be fun to see i mean i i really do i think it's gonna be a good game i don't think we're gonna have this blowout that we've been having um i think it should be interesting to see how the 49ers will be able to handle jalen hurts and then handle that rushing offense yeah, because I mean it's like the strength for strength, so that should be fun I to mean, watch. Jalen had some definite um, runs the other day that looked pretty good. They obviously, when they got up to that huge league, weren't going to do anything crazy. Um, I just think if the Eagles play ninety percent, seventy five percent of what they did, they're going to beat the Forty ers I just got to believe at some point, Purdy just isn't going to be enough. Did you see the? Um, comments he made about Nick Saban and what Nick Saban said about him. Oh yeah. His his arm is average or his height is average and his It was three just you're horrible. Yeah. You're not good enough to come out. No, you're not good enough to come out So I mean Purdy is um Yeah. Purdy is I, I just gotta believe at some point it's gonna hold them back. There's no way Purdy's gonna lead them to the Super Bowl. Do you think so? I mean if I had to bet right now who I'm going to win the game, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I mean, maybe I'm being stupid after Saturday's win, but I just think if the if they come out and if they come out and just start a game and they're up fourteen nothing, I just think the 49ers are done. As long as they don't beat themselves, I mean, I, I just don't see the I don't see the 49ers in any type of a shootout with the Eagles. I just don't think that they could handle that. No. I mean, I think if the if the if the Eagles get twenty one points. And as long as they don't get a turnover touch, like a, a turnover that the 49ers score a touchdown on, I'm not sure the 49ers can score 20, or score more than 21 points in the Eagles. I agree. I just I don't think it's happening. If they come out and get the ball first and score real quick, um, I think that's probably going to set the tone for the game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just, there's just no way I see it happening. Um I don't know. I, I I just I still just don't believe he's gonna be able to lead them. And if he does, then God he's I mean what the question is what happens to him next year, Purdy? I don't know. Then they're gonna have an interesting offseason to figure out who there's gonna be their starter between Hertz or not Hertz. Um Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean seriously. And I mean at some point Jimmy Garoppolo, so I saw well, Jimmy's gone. I mean yeah, but I saw that Jimmy may actually be healthy enough to play in the Super Bowl, if need be. Oh. 
So I thought that was kind of interesting that that might actually happen. Um, I mean, would you, if Purdy leads you to the Super Bowl, would you actually? No, I would not start Jimmy give over him. Garoppolo a chance to play in it. I mean, that no. would be that would be pretty crazy. So, um, and just think how much money those other quarterbacks are making. And then you got Purdy, who was mystery relevant. Uh, Nick Saban called him trash, and yet he might lead a team to a Super Bowl. I mean, that year. is that's crazy to think. He's undefeated as a starter. And he's only won game seven of his yeah. career. So, I mean, the question is, is anybody going to give pretty money going forward to, I mean, I just, the, the San Francisco 49ers, we thought were in a delicate situation last year with the whole Jimmy G and mm-hmm. so on. And now I think it's even in a more uncomfortable situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do they go? I mean, especially if he leads them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, that's going to be unbelievable. But um, in the end, I think the Eagles win this game. I think it will be a close game. I mean, I could see it being a touchdown game for sure. Yeah, um, I don't see it being a blowout. I think just because the when, I think when you got a good defense like the 49ers, the blowouts are almost yeah. A you're game. always in the game. I just think that as long as the Eagles don't beat themselves, and I just think as long as the Eagles don't beat themselves, I think they win this game. Yeah. So we all think the Eagles are going to. I just don't them. think that 49ers offense is good enough to be down 14 and come back. Like not I said, if, as long as the Eagles, the Eagles don't play beat themselves. the way they have, I mean. Again, 75% of the way, I mean, I think they win. So. As long as if they don't score, they end a drive with a punt and not a pick six or a fumble return or so on, that yeah. you just give them points. I mean, as long as they aren't turning it over like that, I think the uh, the 49ers probably lose this game. But, I don't know, I would say maybe the Eagles by seven. But Yeah, I see a touchdown game somewhere in there for sure. Uh, plus, being in Philadelphia helps. I think it would kind of almost be like the 49ers and Cowboys game where you just, like, the Eagles get the lead and they just don't relinquish it, for the most part, I guess. Um, and you just don't feel like the 49ers can win that game. I don't know if this is true, but my dad tells me the Eagles are the only NFL stadium that has their own jail in their stadium. Interesting. Yeah. So he told me that they're the only football team to have an actual jail in their stadium. So, you know, I wouldn't want to be a... I don't know if that's true or not. That's what my dad says. My dad likes to... Maybe add a little bit to the story, but that's what he told me. So, I mean, all I know one thing is you better behave yourself. If you're a 49er fan, you don't want to get beat up. So, do you, you see anything on there? Is that true? They have it, but I think they looks like they got rid of it a few years oh. ago. All right, well, never mind. No one's going to jail. At least but they had four cells in there. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. So anyways, there you go. So we think the Eagles are going to advance. Um, now, AFC. This is the game. Patrick Mahomes, high ankle spray, Joe Burrow, Joe Cool. Um, I'll let you take a stab at it, Stephen, and what, tell me what your thoughts are. So I think, first off, both games are... I mean, they're eye candy. I mean, they're both great, going to be great games, I think. But um, I think with the Chiefs, with Mahomes not being truly healthy, um, and the, just the, the weapons that the Bengals have, the way they looked last week, um, playing in Kansas City, I like the Bengals. I just think the Bengals have more options. Um, I think someone's got to figure out how to cover Travis Kelsey. Um, I don't, I don't think that they can – Some. I think somebody's got to figure out a way to stop them. Uh, yeah, I, I think 
I think the Mahomes injury kind of makes this game a little easier to pick. I think it becomes definitely a almost not a no-brainer, but I find it hard to believe that the Bengals don't go back to the Super Bowl again after the Mahomes injury. He's not going to be 100%. I know he looked pretty solid in the second half, but I, I think I think his ankle's going to be pretty tender when we even need, when he walks on the field on Sunday. So, Yeah, I mean, I think. And I think it's a scary thing for him because – once, once that pass rush gets around the edge, you know, you don't get to see him, and I think he's I mean, he's going to be vulnerable to begin with. So, yeah, I just think the I think the, I think the the Bengals win this one. I think Joe Burrow has another good game, and I think that offense just finds a way to win. Well, I think, game. number one, the Bengals definitely felt disrespected that they were thrown immediately out of the best. You know, they had a chance to win the AFC, and of course, because they never got a chance to play Buffalo, they threw them kind of out of the woodwork because of that. Um, I do think playing in Kansas City is tough, but the Chiefs have already lost there to the Bengals. The Bengals have beaten them, I think, what, three straight times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has all the trademarks to be one of those classic games. Kind of like it was last year. Yeah, I, I do think that injury has to affect him somewhat. I mean... Part of the allure of... Is him being able to just run out of the pocket and do these amazing things and avoid all these tackles and then make the throw 30 yards across the field to a guy that no quarterback coach would ever, ever, ever recommend to a quarterback or ever want him to make, but he does, and that's that's Patrick Mahomes. And I, I just don't think we're going to be able to see that. So I, I agree. I just, I, I think it hurts. Um, with that being said... Um, with that being said, I, I, Mahomes can still get things done. Um, the Bengals' defense, though, I think is probably maybe the wild card there. They really played good last week. I mean, they made Buffalo look like a, a mediocre JV team. Um, and I think that's that's really, again, the wild card altogether. I think the Bengals... I think the Chiefs' defense played pretty decent, too, to be honest with you. I mean, mm-hmm. against the Jaguars. So it may be, you know, maybe a few more stops. But in the end, I just think the Bengals look like they boy, they hit their stride, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think you just find a team sometimes. They get hot going in the playoffs. They hit their stride. Last year they got hot in the, in the late in the season, and that's when you want to hit your stride, and that's what they're doing again this year, it looks like. Yeah. I, I just – Your peak. I think they got the offensive firepower, obviously. I think they have, they can run, they can throw. Um, whatever it is you want them to do, to me, they can do. And I do think the, the defense of the Chiefs is pretty tough. I do think Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster, and I think they can make plays for sure. Um, I just think, though, you got to go with Patrick Mahomes, not 100%, and he's not going to be 100%. Um, and to me, the Bengals, even though that offensive line, they had a whole week of practice. They looked wonderful. They'll have another whole week of practice. I I think the Bengals are, what, a one-point dog or something in this game, maybe? No, I think they're a one-point favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and that changed from yesterday. I thought they were the dog. Yeah, um, they're a one-point favorite on ESPN. Huh. Obviously, that's subject to change. I'm sure it'll probably be about a pick-em. <sighs> yeah, to me, it's a pick-em game. I just think in the end, they're healthy. I think the Bengals beat... Um, the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Um, I think the the Bengals receiver corps and tight end. I know that Travis Kelsey is an absolute stud, but I think they're still better than what 
I think the Bengals, what they have, are better than the what the uh, Chiefs have. And, I mean, a not perfectly healthy Mahomes. I mean, I just... Well, I think Higgins and Chase are number one wide receivers across the board. Mm-hmm. And in, I would say, in Kansas City, their wide receivers are just a bunch of good wide receivers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no superstar. Travis Kelsey on I mean, the yeah, Travis Kelsey is. But flips it, changes everything. But, I mean, you're not going to throw... I mean, I don't think you can throw... To tra- you got to have other things, and I just trust Higgins and Chase more. Hurst has played really tough. Boyd sometimes just catches passes when you at least expect it. It just seems like he's got they got the offensive firepower. And, again, I think the defense is playing great. Mm-hmm. So um, I think then we both agree that we're going to see a Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl, which I think has all sorts of fireworks written in it. Um but we'll see. I mean, we've been wrong before. We'll be wrong again. But we're confident that's where it's going to be. So next week we'll we'll finally um, know our Super Bowl preview and get two weeks to talk about it. So that's where the NFL stands. Um, one thing we probably should mention a little bit, because we talk about all type of sports, is it's kind of nice to see the Australian Open, Americans all over the place. You see the Quarta's brother is mm-hmm. yep. still advancing. He plays tonight, I think, at 10.30 to keep advancing. And I think there were more Americans in the, I don't know what they call the quarterfinals, than mm-hmm. since 1993 or something, 1996. Like, you know, we talked about this back, I think, during the U.S. Open. Like, I think American tennis might be making the turnaround. You know, we've passed the old regard off to the side. And um, I was looking at the... Oh my gosh, one of the women's ranked three, I think, in the standings. Um, we got, uh, I don't even know who she is, um, Pagula, she's ranked third. Um, she plays Tuesday morning at 3 a.m., so um, it's nice to see some Americans back. Maybe you have to watch it? Well, if I wake up, I probably won't be able to go back to bed, so. Um, unfortunately, probably what will happen. I slept good last night. Had some rough nights sleeping this weekend, but slept good last night. So that's an interesting point taken there. Hey, we got to talk a little golf here. John Rahm is two for two in 2023. Um, He wins the opening term of the year. He won yesterday. Um, You think John Rahm, he's the third, he's up to three. You think he's the best player in the world? I mean, I don't know how he's not, but who would you take right now, Rory or Rom? John Rom, are you kidding me? Oof. Really? Yeah. So how does America beat those two at the Ryder Cup in Rome in September? Um, by saying a lot of prayers. Man. They're going to have the two of the top five players in the world, maybe the top two players in the world. Well, I mean, that's kind of what's been happening with the U.S., though, for a long, long period of time. They had the top players in the world yet. Did they Were they winning the, the Ryder Cup? No. So you're going with America still? Well, I mean, I have to go with America. I'm American. So? I'm not going to go against my country. Yeah, but aren't you going to pick with your brain? Pick it with my heart. Folks, that's deadly when you start picking with your heart. Hey, so fill us in. What is going on at Michigan? What did this offensive coordinator do? Fill us in a little bit. 
Oh, I don't know why he did. He was some computer crimes or something like that. What is a computer crime, though? What did he I do? don't know. I think I guess he like access access some emails or something like that. He wasn't supposed to. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I didn't really look into it that much. Are I you, mean, he was fired. Are you quickly. sad to see him go? No. What do you mean no? Because they'll get someone better than him. So I saw you tweet about Greasy today. What's what's this talk? Well, he's the quarterback coach for for 49ers. Now Jim Harbaugh is trying to get him to come to Michigan to be a quarterback's coach. Wow. You think he'd leave? Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't he leave? Go back to his alma mater? So where did this come from? What do you mean? Like, where are you hearing that this might come from? Sources are telling you? Yeah, sources. Hmm. Where else do you think I get it from? I think I called Brian personally. Well, no, I thought maybe it's just something you wished for. No, I've read it. Hmm. So they've confirmed that they have reached out to Brian Greasy. Do you think he'd be a good addition? I don't think he can hurt. Interesting. A lot of things going on up at Michigan right now. What's up with these scandals during COVID now? Jim Harbaugh paid for people's bills. Oh, well, that's, 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 that'll be over and done with pretty quickly, I'm sure. So what was the story that he paid for these burgers? Yeah, he paid for a burger or whatever and was meeting a, not meeting, but like over a Zoom recruit, meeting with a recruit over Zoom or something like the that. The same thing he accused Zoom Ohio COVID. State of doing during COVID, remember? Oh, well, that's okay. I guess he's 2 enough since that happened. Yeah, so he's handled it on the field, I guess. Interesting. Caught out Ohio State for doing those things, and then he's out doing them. Well, Ryan Day also said he was going to hang 100 on Michigan and hasn't done that since. Might happen one day. Well, I, do, I want to know what happened in 2020. Remember when Michigan supposedly got COVID and all their players had COVID and they couldn't come to Columbus that year? Well, okay, that's fine. They won the last two years to make up for it. Okay. I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm worried about your team. I'm worried about them. I think they're just fine. I see in the preseason rankings they got Ohio State and Michigan 2-3. and three. Okay. I mean, What's that have to do with Do that? you believe that that's – do you think that's true? I mean, the preseason rankings mean nothing because every single year there's somebody. I mean, like Texas A&M last year was what seven to start the year, I think it was, and they lost seven games. Michigan State was like fifteenth or something like that, or eleventh or something like that. They lost seven games. Miami was ranked, I think, and they were one of the worst teams in college football last year. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're ranked in the top ten in the preseason ranking, you're probably pretty good. But there's usually at least one or two outliers. It seems like every year that they're just not, you know. I just what they're made up to be. I mean, already ranked two and three, at least they're getting... No well, I think that was without question, just because obviously what happened last 2022 to 2023 season um, and returning a lot of I wish players. Ohio State had a, a quarterback coming back. I think maybe that I would put him number two, but I don't even have him finishing second in the Big Ten East right now. Well, crazier things have happened. Hmm. I was hearing about this this news, too, about in the Big 12. They haven't even announced their conference schedule yet, so I guess I was confused. I didn't realize that Cincinnati, East yeah, Carolina, yeah. and them, that they are joining this yeah. year, but yet mm-hmm. they're not going to all play each other. And now there's this eternal battle going on in the Big 12 about who's going to end up playing like Oklahoma and Texas. Like, um you know, some of the Big 12 schools want one more crack at them and want, um, like, they, they just haven't released their schedules yet mm-hmm. because they they don't know who's going to play who, who's going where, how to figure out who ends up playing who. Like, I didn't realize, I guess my brain just all thought all these changes were going to happen in a couple years and be done with it. I think that's kind of interesting. I mean, 
after what I saw this year, the Big 12 shouldn't sniff the college football playoff. Um, I guess Texas has the best chance because they play Alabama. Um, if they beat yeah. Alabama, they'll have a chance. But The problem is they have to play at Alabama this year. Yeah, the question is, will the Big 12 try to screw maybe Texas and Oklahoma and send them to these games away? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, let's be honest with you, they're probably not going to give Oklahoma. Well, the problem is the Big 12 Carolina, is kind of right? heading in a direction that they don't want to be heading in, and that's the fact that they're losing their good teams and they're not replacing them yeah, with other big power BYU, five teams. East Carolina, Cincinnati, and I forget who the fourth team yeah. is. I mean, in a few years, it's just going to be the Big Ten and the SEC. So, I mean, it kind of already is, but like it's going to basically just be those teams that are really relevant to a national championship. Yeah, I'm throwing all these nuggets out here. You know, over the weeks, I was in the car this week listening on ESPN Radio. I had an unfortunately long car ride, so I was listening to all the talk, and all these little nuggets start to come up, and I'm like, huh, those are interesting little things to see what's going to happen. I. I, I didn't realize. I just thought every conference already had their schedule out and it was just, it is going to be what it is, but it's not. So that's. And I think that the Big 12 is just in a, in a bad place right now. They're, they're reeling. They're, they're struggling. They're, they're not, in a, they're not going in a good direction right now. You think it's a good idea? The PGA is ending on a Saturday this month, this week. You like that idea? What are you talking about? The PGA is going to just like the tournament this week at the farmers. Insurance. So they're going to do Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. Saturday. Yeah. Well, I assume it's just because they don't want to compete against the the, the, the college, the NFL championship games. I mean, yeah. I think they have to realize. Yeah, I think you have to kind of accept your role and kind of realize where you are. And I mean, I love golf, but it's not gonna. You know, the average fan isn't gonna pick the Sunday at the Farmers Insurance Open or whatever over the two conference championships. So I mean. I think I'm it's a good though, idea. Do you think it'd be fun if golf maybe changed it up a little bit during the year? Like maybe why we have to end on the weekend, or why not end on different nights just to change things up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think they probably definitely is a good idea just to to change it up. Um, I mean, like I was thinking on Sundays, right in the summertime, mm-hmm. it's late. I mean, during the summer, it's light to almost ten o'clock mm-hmm. at night up here in the north. On Sundays, people are out of town. They're visiting people. They're on vacations with their family. Mm-hmm. Why not change it up a little bit? Have a tournament end on a Monday or something, you know, where have it end at 10 o'clock at night or 9 o'clock at night. You know, change it up a little bit. I think maybe I get you kind of like a routine, right? Like people are mm-hmm. like, oh, I watch golf. That's what I'm going to do every Sunday mm-hmm. at 6 o'clock and watch Champion. But maybe a sport like that, they really want to kind of up it a little bit, especially with LIV and all their issues like why not change it up a little bit and i think that's a good idea to change something up you gotta you gotta change your mojo at some point because obviously the liv is has gained momentum obviously i just think so. in the summertime i mean on sundays right now i kind of don't like to leave the house but sundays in the summertime you just get a different feeling right mm-hmm. and like i feel like maybe you could get more eyeballs maybe if you ended on a tuesday night you know maybe more people are sitting around well, I mean, didn't, the, didn't the tiger woods rory thing that they're launching or whatever like have like matches like on weekdays oh, even yeah just to do something different that you know just captivates on a on a, a regular night in the week i don't think it's a bad idea just because of the fact that um obviously baseball isn't like baseball isn't football so like in the summers they could you know maybe have an event a match you know on a weekday night um, a few times in the summer. I think that'd be a good idea. I don't have to be. It doesn't have to be in the summer. But I mean, that's just kind of when you have your most open. You don't have. You don't have to compete against football um, and baseball. You don't really have to compete against until the fall as well. So, so um, One Tree Hill, and now Live Golf. 
on the CW. What you think about that? One Tree Hill's on there again? It used to be. That's the channel it used to be on, on the CW. Oh, I don't know. So what do you think about Live finally on TV? Good for them. Except on Fridays. On Fridays you have to stream it on the CW app. Oh, there you go. On Saturday and Sunday, though, live I'll make, I'll make sure I'll check it to that. on the CW channel. They say they're on more channels than ESPN. So um, I guess that means people think Liv's going to get uh, all the all the viewers. So uh, anyways, I just thought that was interesting, too. I read a really interesting article about Liv and all this tele- television stuff and how it's not as pretty as it looks like. They're basically still paying for everything. Yeah. They just, it really was, the CW's making out on it. Yeah, they're, they're making. They're making more money yeah. versus what they would have normally put on. Yeah. And I guess some CD channels, CDW channels don't even have to show the golf. Like, they have the option if some of their other shows have higher ratings that they can show that. <laughs> so, um, just the only to, reason the LIV is even relevant is because they have all the money in the world to be. Whoever if it, you know, I mean, it's just all about money. So, since they have all the money in the world, that's why they're succeeding. The Super Bowl in two weeks, same week as the Phoenix Open, should be a good. That's time. always a good time, though. Yeah, being sure. able to watch that and the football, because I mean, the golf is for the most part almost over by the time the Super Bowl actually yeah, they starts. Yeah, but unless there's ever a playoff. Yeah, but that well, that's Saturday always a good Saturday. Should be Sunday. a wild time in Phoenix um, as they get ready to watch that. So. Um, yep, just a bunch of different nuggets there to round out since we've spent so much time on, on football. Next week, we'll be able to preview the Super Bowl. Um, like I said, we get a, a week off and we get this goofy Pro Bowl thing. Maybe next week we'll talk about kind of how that seems pretty odd. Dumb. Yeah, I mean, why even have such a thing, right? Like, It's just, I don't think there's anything that they can do to compete with like the other... I mean, like the baseball yeah, all star game, and I, mean, I don't care if it's a basketball stuff, but crap. I mean, just you can't take the risk of injury. Yeah, I mean, and even the NHL one. I mean, I don't watch hockey, but I think it. I think it's just football is always the all star celebration crap. Is I mean, seriously, does anyone really want to watch that? No, no. I mean, if you're, I hear they're having a long drive competition. Yeah, I <laughs> it's yeah. Kind of odd at the, yeah, I don't. At really, the, I don't really understand that one. But NFL, Pro Bowl, they're gonna have a long drive competition. Yeah, I think that's that's an experiment and a half. But yeah. I think it's dumb. But I think it's just not. It's the NFL. Problem. They don't have anything that they. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how many people. It's also the only one that they only. It's the only one that they do, not during the middle of the season. True. I mean, I'm not. I'm not blaming them. I don't understand and I think how you do that. It'd be fun to see. You know, maybe they're gonna give you a more up close and personal time with the players, you know. It'll never compare to personality. the other I don't ones. Know. So. We're going to play flag football, though. Yeah, good job. Flag football. So, anyways. No, we had injuries. <laughs> yes. Hopefully not. In. I mean, anyway. I don't know. I don't think, I don't ever remember anyone getting injured in the Pro Bowl, to be honest with you, but obviously they're not going to put the players out there and the risk of injury, oh my goodness. So, anyway, so there is a little bit of all those nuggets for you. Chew on that for a little bit. We look forward to previewing the Super Bowl next week. And until then...